by government standards. Uh, I, I have a state job. So I always heard that federal people slack more than the state people slack more than town people. Is that true? Yeah. What's a, t- what's a town person? Like, like someone who works for the town, like the you're mayor, all- you know. I've noticed, though, that like town employees are always more subject to like those giant like embezzlement scandals, like the guy who was the he right. was the town records keeper and he was keeping all the dead people's uh, social security checks and was driving a Ferrari and no one Thank thought you. anything of it. Yeah. Yeah. In the town, the no, town health kidding. official. All right. And then we start the music again. OK, so good. Let's try this. Let's try this again. All right. Welcome. Welcome to everyone. 48 hours mystery. Uh, <laughs> as always the best jokes before the show welcome to everyone racers a show designed for the world of oddball car culture and low dollar racing whatever doesn't matter what kind of lemon champ or lucky track dog league you run scc or nasa we won't discriminate as long as you drive it hard and built it yourself join us each week for tech discussions, tips, tricks, news and notes in the world of amateur endurance racing, and whether it's on the spot, hella sweet, or we're lucky enough and Chrissy gives us just the tip, we are sure you'll giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone, and this week I mean everyone, everyone. report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm here and I'm Jeff. <laughs> And I'm mental. And we are everyone racers. Thank you for listening to a Ponton episode of our podcast. Mercedes W105 was marketed to be the uh, as the Type 219 and was nicknamed the Ponton along with the other Mercedes models after its in- introduction because employed Ponton or Pontoon in German. Ponton, I'm sure. Chris, you could say it. Um, no, Ponton's fine. Okay, fine. Styling. If you're not driving a Mercedes or other Ponton-styled car, grab your E10 bingo card. Don't forget you can change it from last week's and when you go up to the corner and says help. If you are uh, driving a Pontoon boat, that's even more fun. Uh, that's cool. You should be able to also get your card out. Um, let's work. Let's move on. What you working on? You're probably on? drunk if you're driving a Pontoon boat. You probably that's are. That's the only valid excuse to drive a Pontoon boat. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between a captain and a Pontoon boat captain? What is it? 12 yeah, beers. What a, what a, <laughs> blood alcohol content. Yeah. Same, <laughs> same joke. Well, Greg Smith, if you're out there, we're talking about you. The Italian cruise ship captain said, I'll just cut this corner right through this reef. It'll be fine. That's right. That's right. Anybody, what are you working on? Let's start with uh, you. Mental. Go ahead. Me? I'll oh, do. Wait, okay. I already said. What you, oh, sorry. You we're all excited about your joke. Your punch joke. That's all right. Uh, it was Thanksgiving week, and I had house guests from Chicago. I don't know why I'm singing. So I had lots of the cooking. future. Yes, it doorbells is. so you can sing in the future. Yes. <laughs> they don't know what you're talking. Do they know what no, you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, come on. Just agree. Fine. Yeah. It's from it's something. A, it's hilarious. It's a uh, improv training. Just say yes. And uh-huh. keep going. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, so I had Thanksgiving and we did home stuff and shopping and eating and Chris, I hung the Christmas lights. We rearranged furniture. I got a new TV on a Black Friday sale. I did a lot of refinishing on the railing. If you remember, I live in a split level and we have no railing. And I said, I have to get it done before the, uh, for the aunt comes in in her 70s. Didn't get done because every time there's a trip. I resand, and every time there's a smudge, I resand the entire thing, and it's becoming a problem. Just but, let it go, man. I know, I know. It's coming for me. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I, I did do some car sort of related stuff. It is uh, 35 degrees. The Veloster N is sold with summer tires and they are as hard as rocks. Mental, you're laughing because you have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, um, oh no. Mental I is do. definitely And it driven. gets funnier when it gets to mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I well, know that mental has driven things in on summer tires, probably bald ones, in temperatures and conditions that were inappropriate in his yeah. life. We uh-huh. know that. That's we a guarantee. Uh, well, I do not want to do that for my daily driver. So I was working with Tire Rack and Chris with some advice. And there there was, I, I, I give Tire Rack, like they usually get straight A's and they're at like a B minus right now uh, mm-hmm. for a few different reasons. Uh, one, they kept suggesting the recommended tire size mm-hmm. smaller than the smaller width than the stock size. And I'm not really sure why. And I had to like finagle and Chris is like, yeah, no, no, they won't rub, get the wider ones. So yeah, two thirty-fives are being ordered. And then uh, the Contis that we all love, the Continental DWS. The, uh, the Extreme Contact. Extreme Contact. Oh, uh, not the DWS. No, no he, he's going for the no, DWS. DWS. I'm getting all season. Okay. Uh, DWS 06, because that's, I don't know, there's like yeah. letters and numbers at the end. I thought that, uh, I thought that DW was the all season, the S was the summer. No, no, S, no, S is S for is snow. snow. Got it. So uh, not available and not expected to be available till mid-January. I'm Unacceptable. Surprised. Not, not, not Tire Rack's fault. Um, but I ended up uh, using Tire Rack's research and there was a Pirelli P0 plus letter 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 that was um tested against the contis and one in sort of several categories it looks like i'm trading a little bit of wet for a little bit better dry and a little bit better snow but not as much wear you know so it looks pretty comparable i ordered it they did arrive but they also like I ordered them on day one and you pick them up on day two that's how it works if you live near a distribution center I'm in the car ready to go to the distribution center and I get a phone call and they're like, oh yeah, we're calling about your tires. Uh, Your trim, your centering rings will not be available. And uh, we just want to tell you that we're going to have to order them out of Atlanta or something like that. Why are you Uh, centering rings? You already have a set of wheels, don't you? uh, They, I don't know. They, you know, they require aftermarket wheels. They require. Oh, all right. Okay. I'm stupid. Yeah. I'm going to 18s. I'm going from 19s to 18s to give myself a little bit more tire. Uh, and then I was like, oh yeah, well, that's great. I'm coming to pick them up now. And they're like, oh yeah, they're not going to be ready today. Like, what are you crazy? And I was like, <laughs> they're always ready the second day. Oh no, no, no. It's going to take us at least 24, 48 hours to get a t- set of tires mounted and balanced. I'm like, they're in stock. They're there. So oh, you're buying a set of wheels as well. That's wheels and tires. Yep. Yep. Wheels, that's tires, mounted balance. I'm not very smart. Oh, sorry. Uh, I should have mentioned that. We only really talk about the tires. That's the important part. So, yeah. So my wife made a trip to Delaware to pick up the wheels and tires uh, a day later because uh, I go to work every day and she doesn't go to work every day. So the best wife ever will go get tires. This is like the second or third time she has driven like multiple states to go pick up tires. So (laughs) awesome wife. Awesome life. It saves a bunch of money doing Absolutely. it that way. Just for the, not only for the, the delivery credit, but the, uh, the sales tax. Just yes. Alone. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. It's like we had Joe once go down with a Suburban and pick up 17 tires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've done it for the for race team. I've picked up oh, yeah. 12 or 14 at yep. one time. So, yes, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. And uh, they are sitting right there. I'm pointing at them. Can you see them in the dark? And yes. uh, maybe I'll mount them tomorrow morning. Who knows? Before I go to work. We'll see. Hey. I don't think you will, but okay. Because it's going to oh, yeah. rain. It's going to rain tonight. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They are dark wheels, by the way. Did am I am I am I too much of a goofball? Are they black they, wheels? They are like are they metal? They are steelies or are they alloys? The, uh, I I can I can uh, share. They're not steelies. No, 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 no. Okay. It's a Jeff a mental yeah, disaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just as long as you're not one of those people with black wheels that thinks they're cool, then you're fine. They are he's gonna uh, think they're cool. Uh, no, no, no. I, I ordered them because n- nothing is silver on my car. So I didn't want to get like silver wheels. Yeah. So, and then oh, a lot of people are putting like, like, so yeah, they are mistral, mistral, anthracite, oh, glossy. Oh, that'll work. Perfect. Yeah. So if you're, if you're listening and not watching, it's, hey, right? it is almost a more industrial style. Uh, what's the uh, EF? Like dark silver. What's the, the ones yeah. that are on the Civic, the ones that literally everybody races on the inky EP. RPO RPF01. RPF, yeah, yeah. But they're a little more industrial look. He's a little chunkier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Polished finish with a little bit more angles. But uh, yeah, they're actually going to look great. That's the- yeah. They're I'm great. excited. Cool. Can't wait to put cool. them on. Cool. Fantastic. Haven't even looked at them yet because they're still in the cardboard. So yeah. anyway, okay. uh, mental. What are you doing? Uh, well, I will be leaving for Sonoma tomorrow afternoon because I'll be judging that race. And I, uh, as I was talking before we got on the show, I spent the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Vicky and I went and did a the uh, buffet at Cosmo, no dishes, and uh, had a lovely time. And then I spent the rest of the weekend shopping up a Porsche. So I am down half a Porsche. What you got, Jeff? Well, you went to the buffet. I mean, we need some translation there for those of us who are not in Vegas. The buffet at Cosmo. What the hell is that? Obviously, a buffet is a place where you eat all the food. But what is Cosmo? The, the Cosmopolitan Hotel and Casino. Oh, oh right, 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 right. Okay. <laughs> uh, Great. And tell me more about deconstructing the Porsche. Yes. So like, uh, I, I, I could go take a picture of it, but I'm basically down a Porsche. So <laughs> I, I have I have a pile of parts that used to be a Porsche, and, and actually Sunday night I've I've got a couple more big cuts to make because I'm trying to save the clutch assembly, but the engine, transmission, uh, the front rear subframes they're all taken out of it. The roof is off of it. I cut the sides off of both ends because I'm going to try an art project. The doors are off. The fenders are off. The hood is a different art project. The front and rear clips. And I posted a Instagram of what it looked like when I pulled the rear clip off. And I still haven't gotten all the dirt off of that. That was underneath that car. But I filled an honest to God planter this big full of Bakersfield dirt that I'm going to plant an almond tree in to be a wise ass and grow it. Next- <laughs> Are you, do you have that much water? Uh, it's going to take a lot. Right? <laughs> we we should mention this is uh, the worst of the 928s. This is, I bought it for parts. I bought it to, for a uh, thing. <clears throat> it, and uh, I, I've got a picture and I'll show you guys uh, the, there is a dash bar. In fact, I'll run out to the garage and get it in a minute. Uh, as I got the dash pulled out of it, the main dash bar said, World's most dangerous Dave, 
the year of our Lord, 1981, which is striking because the car was built in 79 as a 1980 model. So somewhere early on, the dash was pulled off this car. And then it says, Disco Lives. Nice. Cool. That's. (laughs) Freaking fantastic. In a two-year-old Porsche at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, ran a hard life, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yesterday morning, was on my way to work. I'm like, God, man, the you know, tar- car is feeling terrible. It's got like I'm, I'm picking up every little pothole, and I pull up the side of the road, and it's because the rear tire is flat completely, and it is absolutely chewed up the inside wheel. So whatever my, my not the wheel, the, the the tire. So whatever my slow leak was, rapidly accelerated itself and is now dead. And I also ordered a set of Continental Extreme Contacts that uh, Tire Rack promised me would be here today. I came home from work; they are not here. But I'm going to give Tire Rack a, a day on that one. So I'm still yeah. on the uh, Space Saver spare. That oh, was- no. Mm. The Space Saver is so tragic on that car. It is. And it just it just screams poverty. You know, it just, uh-huh. it, it just, it's, kind of, it's it, like a big red wheel, isn't it? Uh, it's, yeah, it's black, it's black. With it's, stickers. And it's but it's in- also tiny also, compared to the rest of the wheels. Same exact height as the uh, rear wheel. Because I, because yeah. I remember, because it's got a diff in there, and it'll it'll chew up the, uh, right. the yeah. But I rolled them next to each other, and it's fine. So, and I'm I've I've literally only driven it. Uh, let me do the the math on this one. You know, twenty thirty miles. But yeah. it's skinny like a motorcycle it's, tire, isn't it? It's an it's Fair inflatable, sure. Jeff. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, it collapses when you're in the yeah, car, yeah. and you have. And to luckily, blow it up. luckily, the previous owner thought to put a really good, uh, high quality compressor yes. in the back because of the car. we burn up the first one. The, the yes. um, sorry, the previous owner. You. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I inflated yes, it to the fifty psi and bolted it on there on the side of that one. Uh, it hits the, the farming thing, so I've got mine and. Uh, the recommended tires for mine, actually, they have expanded the selection because I even looked locally. Uh, Firestone now makes a tire for that car, and so does Bridgestone. And I looked at the reviews on those. Nope. Nope. Guy in my office who has the exact same car with only 40,000 miles that is immaculate, he just spent $1,400 on a set of Pirellis. And everything I read about the Pirellis said that they will wear out in 8,000 miles. And you'll love them right up until they wear out. So I went, uh, having driven the Michelins and having driven on the Continentals, I liked the Michelins are grippier. The Continentals are just better. They're quieter for, for the street, everything like that. They're just, and when they do come loose, they come loose very uh, uh, linear. They're predictable. Yeah. Extremely so. And I was real happy with the wear on them. So, but I did not order the All Seasons. I have the Continental Extreme Contact Summer Tires. So Which, those are on their way. Yep. D, the way Continental works is D is dry, W is wet, yep. S is snow. And so, when and the they're, they're, S disappears in the tread, don't yep. drive it in the snow. When the W disappears, don't drive it in the wet. Yep. I am embarrassed that I did not know that. I was yep. this but yep. I was this many years old. I, I've owned like three sets of them though. Yeah. So, so but I, I yep. it's interesting, yeah. So uh, also it is, even though I'm leaving, it is the week of Mint 400, which is the famous off-road race that they do every year in Las Vegas. And also the basis of the famous Hunter S. Thompson book, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. He was sent out here to cover it. He did a terrible job of it. Uh, But our previous guest and our friend Trevor Andrusco is actually out here coaching a team uh, for their, they're driving a trophy truck. He was out here last year with a uh, side-by-side. And this year he's recovering from a fractured shoulder. So, but uh, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go meet him for a beer. Yeah. Uh, 
three pedal mafia guest driver who hasn't driven with us in a while. Uh, Dan did the mint, did one of the precursor mints as an yes. arrive and drive. Uh, as a arrive, okay, because also I know he's a big biker. Motorcycle. Yeah, no. When when he was not on a bike because of surgeries and things, he okay. did a he did a he tried desert truck. racing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, if it's uh, something you're interested in keeping up with, there was a uh, uh, she is a I don't know what the proper politically correct term, but she's in a wheelchair. She's a veteran. Uh, kind of quad on Instagram. Met her at the Houston race, running with the uh, folks, the uh, battle scarred team. She is hysterical. And she's also out here doing some uh, work with that. So uh, you can follow, follow that on Instagram or T Andrusco at Instagram and uh, watch what they're out here doing. So that should be a hoot if you're going to get bored with all my, actually, I'll probably be doing a lot of the lemons uh, social media this weekend. Cool. So that cool. was way too long. I'm sorry. Uh, Chris, what you got? I have completely stripped the Civic of all useful parts. It is basically a bare shell with no suspension, still has a steering rack. That's about it. There's not really anything left of it. <laughs> it's so a it's, caged shell still, it's, right? It is a caged shell. It's one saws all away from looking like my Porsche. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, well, the cage would make it a lot harder. Um, it's yeah, it's there, and I I have I'm trying to now get rid of it. It's actually I've, I've tried to put it up on very tall jack stands to try to get it up high enough that I can back my utility trailer under it. it is the plan to get get it out? I've put it up on the Lemons forums and the GRM forum. And hey, if one of you guys wanted to share that on our social medias, that would be fantastic. Because rather than scrap it, I'd rather someone with a Civic that wants a really nice cage and some good spare parts take it. It's free. Uh, when, when you get done, As, snap, snap the photos, send them to me. We'll, that, that'll be it's, uh, it's it's already posted. Go to the Lemons forms. Go right. to the Cars for Sale section. There's a link to the Google Drive, and there's all the info you need. Or just post to that. Whatever. But free, has title, has nice cage. Uh, we should also obviously post it up on Racing Junk, since we are their media partner. We should post it up. Yeah, that. we'll post it. Don't worry, Chris. We'll hey. take care of it. Okay. Fantastic. That'd be a great. That would be a great dirt track car if you're looking well, to get into dirt track. There's car. no suspension in it at all at this no, point. You, you can and there's a giant stuff from the junkyard. Yeah. Yeah. There's a giant hole in the. See, you can't get the stuff in the junkyard around here. You say you can. They don't exist. They haven't existed in the junkyards in years here. That's, that's why we're problem. getting rid. That's one part of why we're getting rid of the car. That's why we're going to the EG <laughs> instead of this. Even EGs are getting thin on the ground. Yeah. Uh, for those anyway. listeners who might not know, why don't you uh, throw the specs out? What chassis is that? It's a, a 89 why, why don't Civic you, Hatch. It's why an don't you tell us? Well, he doesn't know. I it's know. A- <laughs> K? No. EF. EF. Damn it. Well, now, just, now remember the new one's just an EG. Pick, so, just pick a bunch okay? of letters, please. Yeah. But the the anyway. old one was an EK, wasn't it? No, you had an EK as your silver one. Oh, I had an EK. I just can't tell. We're <laughs> all yeah. civics for crying out loud. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, also did rear brakes and rear wheel bearings on my Suburban. 192,000 miles. One rear wheel bearing was starting to go. So did them both and the brakes because they're all mm-hmm. apart. Sitting in lots the middle of big, of heavy, highway. lots of torques, things. And I had to go buy a tool. Oh, I the axle Don't get that excited on this but no that's is, a bonus the axle nut is a 33 millimeter which is a one in five sixteenths i had 32 millimeters and i had wow. one and a quarter i had 36 millimeters nope none of those fits i, I, had I have that a, in my grandfather's set in the yeah. three quarter inch drive 
Yeah. Well, that's what I ended up having to buy to get that freight was a 40 something dollar set of big ass SAE (laughs) three quarter inch drive stuff. I have that. It worked. Now it is going away and I probably won't ever use it again. Unless I'm pressing something. That's what they're good for pressing bearings and stuff. Those big (laughs) sockets. That's Um, awesome. Did a lot of cleanup and organizing of all the civic parts because cars that are deconstructed take up way more room than cars that are together. I'm aware of this at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I did some cleaning and organizing to be able to put some stuff away Um, and also did intake manifold gaskets and an oil pressure sender in Snowflake so that the oil pressure gauge works, which is Nice. nice. When, when I went into the garage to uh, re-sand and refinish the railing, I like looked over at one point and I was like, holy shit, there's an LS over there. Oh, oh, that's right. I took that out. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's there's like in the way. Under, it's like there's in, another one under your deck too. So. Yes, yes. That well, that one I not it's been there for a while. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> Great, Great story. Cool. That's it. Chrissy, what you working on? While Chris was working on all of that, uh, we had a whole bunch of people over here for Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving craziness. Christina came down. My family came over. Two different parts of my family came over. Uh, House was a wreck. Had lots of food. Um, So, yes. And now we've gotten rid of that. Now we're doing Christmas everything. So, again, while Chris was working on the car, I put up the uh, lights, cleaned up the house. and Raked a lot of leaves. I did rake a lot of leaves. I didn't rake my leaves yet. I'm in trouble. Oh, well, ours, our, we, our street will pick them up, but our last pickup is in two days. So needed to get done this week. And we had all of the, most of the leaves have fallen. So that's good. Uh, now back to the real world. And soon we'll be packing for PRI, which we will talk about in a little while. Thanks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Decided. Yay. Yay. Uh, Metzl, do you have your bar? Do you want to show us the bar before we move on to news and notes? And update, while I ran out to the garage uh, to check on this, uh, Tire Rack delivered one. <gasps> oh, my one! Two- one. Well, that's all you really need. Yeah, okay. So there it is. Can't see it. Or it says world's... Like, it's, 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 there you go. Oh, is wow. that like, like Sharpie? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <gasps> oh, wow. wow. Like they get it to zoom in on the, uh, in the year of our Lord. Wow. Seven fourteen eighty one. Wow! Exactly. And show me the disco part. Nice <laughs> disco lives. Which initially had me thinking that surely this thing was actually done in Germany. Like Dave is some German guy, but no, that car was definitively built. I did the VIN decode on it. It was built in seventy nine as a as a nineteen eighty model. So had, right, somebody in America because he why would he put it in English? Yes. If he so, was German. Somebody had a two-year-old Porsche and the dash way out of it and <laughs> like disco. And you know what yes. he did? He wrote it going, no one's ever going to see this. There's <laughs> no did. way so cool. working on their own Porsche in 1981 or 1983. Yeah. No way. Who it's, says it wasn't the tech at the dealer? Uh, yeah. yeah. Lutely was, yes. Okay, and what we consider to be great, um, excuse me, great news, Lemons is returning to Carolina Motorsports in April, next April. Why, why is this a big deal? Because the parade is back. Oh, yeah. Uh, tw- 24 hours of Lemons will descend on Carolina Motorsports Park in Camden, South Carolina, April 23rd and 24th. It's truly a great event. Uh, it, it On Friday, racers all, all bring their cars down to the staging area and then parade through the block off streets of a circ downtown camden in costume 
The BS and tech inspections happen after all the cars are parked downtown in reserved spaces uh, that spans several several blocks. The town throws a huge festival and concert. Locals come out. They take pictures with all of the people in costumes, kids, dogs, f- fun festivities. Uh, it's it's fantastic. Uh, already added to the weekend is an equally fun Saturday night uh, CMP potluck. And it's special because term, uh, Terminally Confused, a.k.a. Kurt and Craigers, uh, they're they're they do amazing uh butts and they do for the track staff and racers and the team a duff beer usually uh brings special brew if you're planning on attending make sure you coordinate beforehand there's going to be a need for plates plasticware side dishes supplies make sure you bring it for you have several hundred people there's bring your bring your stuff bring enough food for uh your whole team to eat dinner and pop it down on a whole bunch of tables so check out uh what's needed before you grab those cheap cookies a half eaten bag of pretzels a half eaten pizza <laughs> uh and then you show up for a very amazing potluck with with crap uh this donation bowl at the potluck, it goes to the race charity. And as it gets closer, I'm sure there's gonna be plenty more news out there. Absolutely. Uh, just a real quick tip from the Three Pedal Mafia. If your team uh, costumes and theme is a little too risque for children. In the South. Please, in the South, please amend it before going to downtown. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. And if it yes. requires a... Uh, jet ski on a battery that's only half half plugged in you might have to push it up the hill yes uh yes. but also in regards to like the the pot like you don't have to bring cookies for 200 people but don't just go grab cookies going ah oh, this is fine there'll be a spreadsheet or an email or something on there and you go get silverware for 25 people and another team gets silverware for 25 people and they coordinate all that and that way you know, it's not a bunch of people sitting around with amazing barbecue, amazing beer, eating out of cocktail cups because no one brought plates kind of a deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, uh, the restaurants in downtown Camden are totally fine to serve you drinks if you're wearing shorts, flip flops and a captain's hat and uh, and a life vest. And your girlfriend they're, is wearing a mermaid costume. Right. That's they're fine, too. And your buddies in a, this. and your buddies in a top hat and a tee yeah. bag. It totally yeah. works. Yeah. No problems. Yep, yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 I got to find a way to make it to this one. I just, I, I forgot how much fun that parade is until we didn't have it anymore. That is just an amazing event. It is fun. All right. Well, hey, if you're racing Sonoma this weekend, be prepared for the triumphant return of Judge Phil. Oh, ho, ho. what? Not actually Judge Phil, but. Even longer since we've seen this guy, Racer Phil. No! He's going to be driving with a proper C-Class car. And what's even better is that he's bringing back his famous construction of junkyard boomboxes. Even posted an update releasing on his Facebook page. I built a special commemorative junkyard parts boombox for the Saturday Night Garage Dance Party. It's hard as a Volvo S80 radio, so it can play cassette tapes and it can play CDs. Oh. It has Acura RL speakers and lots of watts, so it's good and loud. Also has a cup holder and is covered in denim. So I um, loved the denim. I literally yeah. looked at it and squinted and went, <laughs> denim yeah. and chicken wire. Is that yep. jeans? And various yeah. assorted decorations. Yes. Uh, anyway, he's looking for contributions to the music selection, so dig out those tapes and CDs. And, um, you know, everything's going to be great. You have a good time. I just, I feel like the world's coming back to normal because Phil's building junkyard boomboxes again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, quick test for everybody. Shout out. This is a do not read ahead test. 
If I say leader in electric vehicles, what comes to mind? Rivian. Rivian. Mm-hmm. Delivered like three of them. Good thought. I'm, 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 I, I did read ahead, but in keeping with the spirit, I would have said Volkswagen Auto Group. Okay. Okay. Uh, loose, lucid. Lucid. No, Tesla, everybody, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, well, Mary Barra, who says you should be thinking GM very soon. Uh, so here's what happened last week during the during there's an event called the New York Times deal book, which is uh, some hard hitting interviews with some uh, really important big makers of the news. Tim Cook was one of them, uh, the the secretary of state, all these other people. Uh, for some reason, this crazy actor guy who wants to be governor of Texas was one of them. Uh, but anyway, uh, this guy named Andrew Ross Sorkin interviewed Mary Barra, who if you know is the electrical engineer and CEO of General Motors. And he was a little rough on her. He kept asking a series of questions, which could all be summarized by, seriously, you know, Tesla is like light years ahead of GM right now and building and buying and selling EVs. And every single time he threw a question at her, she refused to acknowledge Tesla's strong position as a builder of EVs and a company that's actually successful. Uh, my favorite question is when he asked, it appears by my math, the average non-unionized Tesla employee makes more per hour than the unionized workers at GM. Why is that? And ooh, she, she was, she, she took it like a champ though. I really have a lot of respect for Mary Barra. I'm going to say she, she really did a great job in the interview. Uh, but he also called GM out for not building EVs in America, for getting big government subsidies, for not having the infrastructure in place to charge the vehicles that they're trying to build. Um, just every time he said Tesla, you could see like a little flinch in her face. Uh, but anyway, he also talked about other things like semiconductors and vaccine mandates for the employees of GM, uh, GM's political donations. If you're not paying attention to these really harder edged issues and bigger global issues in the market right now, you really should link to the entire interviews in the show notes. It's like 23 minutes. It's fascinating. Check it out. I would genuinely like to see his math on that Tesla versus unionized GM employee, because I've known a lot of unionized GM employees and they do well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a bit of a tweet storm when that portion of the clip was tweeted out and Mary Barra basically said, well, you gotta, you know, you gotta look at, uh, or someone from GM. I don't think it was Mary Barra. I think it was a GM official account said, you know, not if you take in the package of retirement and health benefits and Elon Musk, like immediately tweeted back about how good his package was. And it got a little uh, health package, not package. Sorry. With Elon, you have to make sure you're saying to that. be clear. Yes. Yeah. To be clear. I, actually, that's how I got turned on to it is I saw the tweet battle. Elon and said, packages. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> the tweet <laughs> battle about how much GM versus Tesla employees get paid. And then I clicked the link and went, wow, this is fascinating. I found the entire interview and it was amazing. So Elon packages is a suggested search when you type in Topic Love Fest. Sure. Okay. Anyway. And speaking of Topic Love Fest, yesterday, as we record, was Giving Tuesday. And if you're looking to support an organization that 
aligns with your values. And by that, we mean gearheads. Here are a couple of suggestions. Now, Ranger wrote, uh, we had him uh, unintentionally on the show last week. Uh, we know them through racing, but they've got a lot of programs for veterans and first responders. And that, that includes hiking, fishing, stuff like that. It's just the idea of getting them into a community and letting them feel part of an organization again. They uh, particularly do a lot of work with uh, folks that are uh, missing limbs, that sort of stuff. They built a couple of hand control cars that they race in a couple of different series. And Jay, the, the, that whole team, they're fantastic. Their donation options include Amazon Smile, which means everything you buy on Amazon, if you go to Amazon Smile, can support them. Roundup, which is a something you set up with your bank, and they automatically round up all of your charges and collect all the change and donate it to organizations that you're in line with, or one-time and monthly donations. If you are at Sonoma, come see what they do. You will not only be impressed with the organization, you'll be impressed with the participants of that race team, because yeah, some of those guys can wheel. They're good. Uh, we've got a link to that in our show notes. We also have the Detroit student race team. And I've talked about them in the wrap-up videos. I love this team. I love this crew. Andy Didoroski, he runs the Detroit bus company. They do tours around Detroit. Last year, he reached out to several high school guidance counselors there in the area about students who are interested in automobiles and motorsports. Uh, if you race in the Midwest, stop by and say hi to them. Those kids will absolutely impress you. They are currently converting a 58 Buick into an all-electric race car. And that got them profiled in National Geographic magazine. They have one time and recurring donation options battle scarred motorsports uh you'll see them in the wrap-up videos because dear god they love coming to the penalty box but they are also fantastic people and in their mission statement they use uh, the phrase we are helping our first responders and veterans through adrenaline therapy and it really does work what it is is they 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 are creating a, a situation where folks who might have some issues they're trying to work through. They're back in an environment that they find familiar and happy because they're surrounded by veterans or first responders, people that speak their language and they get them in a race pit and it really helps them open up and there's some great testimonials. Uh, they've got also got Amazon Smile Roundup and an Amazon wish list if you just want to donate some of their racing supplies. Jerry Ringle donated a set of uh, wheels and tires to them at Houston when they got one of their Miatas uh, bashed up. And finally, Out Motorsports. Now, Out Motorsports, quote, empowers the LG LGBTQ plus community and allied and automotive and motorsports enthusiasts to show up as their full authentic selves in every automotive endeavor they pursue. And I reached out to them. Uh, they're not a charity, but they are a community and they are always looking for folks to share their story or contribute to their news and articles. You can go to their website and check all that out. And we can support them by reading those articles and help driving traffic to that website. Uh, and for donations, they actually like the Trevor Project, which, quote, is the world's largest suicide prevention and crisis intervention organization for LGBTQ young people. So we've got a link to Out Motorsports and the Trevor Project, all of that in our show notes. Yeah, a lot of my students work with the Trevor Project. It's a fantastic organization. It, it is. And it's it's people who have endured what some of these newer folks are enduring. And it's just Hey man, it's 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 not that bad, or it's 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 going to get better. I promise. Their tagline is "It's gonna it's gonna get better." Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. So uh, while we're doing this, while we're talking about improving, making the world a better place, our illustrious producer Jeff is engaged in the with five other hosts of Great Automotive Podcast in the hashtag Survive the Twenty Five Challenge, and their goal is to lose twenty five pounds, read five automotive theme books, and five one hour larding karting or sim racing events. And I'm still going to drag them out here for one of these enduro karting events out here in Las Vegas. If you want to join, you absolutely can. Links in our show notes, and a randomly chosen listener who is participating will win podcast swag at the end of the competition. Now, last week, Jeff uh, uh, 
of the episode, the Garage Heroes in Pros uh, in Train podcast posted up a uh, standings, and unfortunately, our man Jeff is right now in last place. But we know he's planning a big jump, having selected. <laughs> reassembling his sim rig I don't know about this face last week he was down three pounds which is awesome and you're staggering your way in so we're just going to get an update on what you're doing this week jeff don't 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 want to hear what the scale said because you didn't jump on it no no i did actually so uh end of the month is when we officially weigh in and i am down six pounds i am hey. down to 220 uh hey. i know it's pretty exciting i feel good my pants are fitting my vegetable count is like through the roof raw vegetable <laughs> count um <laughs> Because you should drive a lot through of count zero still, to be Good. honest with you. Good. Uh, That's yeah. my, my problem was never the junk food. It was the ill-timed snacking. I'm like not eating. I'm eating my food and only my food and I'm watching what I make, but I still cook for my family and everything. So uh, the wife is threatening to go vegan three times a week. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I really got to work on my recipes because i don't really have that in my repertoire but yeah i'm down six and i will mention that uh the ff racing podcast the front wheel drive racing podcast uh jamie garcia will be with you at sonoma this weekend uh and you can give him him crap i'm gonna find him and feed him i don't doodles yeah they're in some sort of toyota even though he's a honda racer um you can give him crap because the official weigh-in today, he gained back what he lost over Thanksgiving. Oh, no. So I don't know what Bill is going to put on the thing, and I don't know if he listens <laughs> to our podcast, uh, because he talked about brakes, and he said he did not put ST43s on his car, so he must not be a listener <laughs> um, on his Lemons car. Oh. Yeah, he's he just usually, doesn't want to have good brakes, yeah. apparently. So. Yeah, he, no, he, he's a Honda Challenge guy, so he does, I think, the idea of moving to an endurance break he he fumbled a little but oh, uh, but anyway thinking maximum rep and yeah because i've only got to do this four laps yeah yeah exactly uh so anyway yeah so he's out there jamie meet him nice guy say hi feed him up mm-hmm. i'm gonna drag him over to Corey's pit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally oh, yes <laughs> all right so, yeah and good good podcast everyone check it out good good job keep doing oh, more stuff zero book zero sim Okay, Not done the should, first book yet. You Sorry, should, you should get on that. I know. I'm bringing you a book. Uh, hey, PRI. Okay, yeah, right. You have yeah. an airplane to sit on. Yeah, and oh, I have. I... We all have books, so bring yeah. one. I'll take donations. Absolutely. No, no, you have to start one before then. No, no, no. I have a book that I'm not just not done yet. It only counts when you finish it. I'm started. Oh, it. I know. I didn't realize. Okay, so you started the book. Good. Yeah, I started the book. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Oh, the Bob Okay, Jim Carr is going to VIR North. Boring. Uh, oh, that's a shame. Fifty-three cars, ten Miatas, five Hondas. There's no, there's no BMWs listed here. I have no Whoa. idea how, how many BMWs. I'm so sorry. There's I like, did not write this. We're going to uh, assume twenty-two. There, there are a go. bunch of BMWs, <laughs> lots of them, because I said boring before it was even prompted because it wasn't prompted. Anyway, five Hondas, oh. which are actually. Uh, Acuras, three Porsches, a Dodge Stratish that has been, t- we've been told is very fast, a Chevy Nova, an 89 Celica, and a Cavalier. Proper. It's a shame nice. that they're doing only the North course. Yeah. Like, so boring. Oh, like, Why you don't bother? Get, you don't get the climbing S's really. Like, uh, the, you don't get uh, the, the oak tree. You don't get that long. Yeah. If you don't have the oak tree, straight. why are you going to VIR? I've never been there. 
but I know one thing: the oak tree. Like, they had one, which no, yeah, which no. is well, there. The I know it's not there anymore, but the turn, the turn. Anyway, um, and better tracks. Lemons is at Sonoma for the second to last event for the 2021 season. 143 cars, 18 BMWs. That is awesome. It's not boring. That's a very low awesome. ratio, actually. Good ratio. Yes. And, and, and like two of them are swapped. Actually, nice. yeah. them are swapped. Yeah. 16 Miatas. Moderately boring. I don't know. Uh, eight Hondas, three Porsches. Being Sonoma, there are some kinds, all kinds of fun things. One of the Hondas is the N600. That is the wide body swapped. Is it fast? I don't know. It looks really awesome, though. It it can go okay sometimes, but it never does it for very long. Yeah. Uh, Faster Farms is coming back with the Belvedere. That Excellent. hasn't been around in a while, has it? Uh, oh, VW Caddy, a yeah. uh, pair of Solstices. Uh, we looked it up, and that is the pro- is that the pro- Solstices? Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, 59 Bonneville. It sounds like a fantastic thing. And yeah, uh, yeah check it out. Cool. And finally, WRL is going to be at Circuit of the Americas for their 21 championship race. Good for them. Yeah, Coda. Good job. Yeah, that. that's. I wonder what the wonder what the entry fees are for that because Coda is not actually, cheap. To it's, run. it's not, but it's exactly in line with every other uh, uh, WRL event. They, wow. uh, yeah, they they've just done a good job of securing best value. Really? Eighty nine cars. 34 of which are BMWs. That's wow. that's boring. Yeah, it is. Uh, six Miatas, two Hondas, 25 Porsches. Wow. And wow. That's, that's a little boring. I, I it love is. It, it's a, a lot of Porsches. Boring. Yeah. Uh, hey, so the, the very boringly named Brian Herta <laughs> Autosport, who must have paid $25,000 to learn that name. <laughs> they're running a Hender Veloster and TCR. Fun fact. Yes. The Veloster and jacket that the dishwashing fairy sent me is a Brian Huerta Autosport jacket. So this but, is a, like a this is a professional. Uh, uh, I get whatever they're calling it, Continental C- Challenge Series team. But like oh. your IMSA, like yeah. one of the IMSA supporting races. I did not realize that, but that makes total sense because uh, you do find a lot of those high end uh, teams are growing well. I can and go. That is, I can go run this WRL race for this much money and get some track time. Heck yeah. yeah. And that is the factory Hyundai bake back team. Oh. Cool. Recent results. As we were recording last week's episode, we did get an update from Top Dog Kathy on the Lucky Dog 2021 championship at the 1,000 miles of Thunderhill. The teams completed 190 laps, which is 822.5 miles. The total miles completed by all cars was 13,410 laps or 58,052 miles. That is a lot, a lot of damn racing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. In a, I think when we had an odometer in our car, a weekend that we ran all race, including testing day, we'd see close to a thousand miles. So yeah, I believe it. That's, yeah. that's a lot of work. Anyway, for the 21 championship, the winners are for Lucky Dog. Top Dog Class A, number 177, finally racing in an E36. Top Dog Class B, 806 BMC racing in an 06 Civic. And Top Dog Class C, 246 shift happens in a 91 CRX. So E1R top tip, you want to do well in uh, Lucky Dog, buy a Honda. <laughs> <laughs> 
Pretty much. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in addition to wishing all of us uh, at E1R and our, listi- our listeners, happy Thanksgiving. Kathy mentioned that she's added a second race car to the Fuss family, a Miata. She would like to know when we're coming back out. Yeah. We would love to. Mm-hmm. Jeff just says to be picky. I don't know which I can't can't work make, I gotta work that, that weekend. Weekend is not know. good for me. <laughs> my wife just told me that I could go somewhere else Oregon. last weekend, so I could go this weekend. I can't go, go to Oregon. Let's go to Oregon. <laughs> anyway, I, I can't drive to Oregon. But you can get yeah. there. And then we don't. We can't RV. drive to Oregon either. Yeah, <laughs> but then you don't have an RV. Yeah. Uh, rent an rv i don't know we'll talk about it offline yep yep all right (laughs) what's next the Craigers said he texted me and said so i'm listening to the latest podcast i have some of those led strip headlights i'm so excited to hear this he said they are great if you don't wear glasses they're terrible if you do because the light reflects the inside of your lenses and makes it much worse than a standard headlamp he had some, they didn't work. He gave them to his wife and son to use for nighttime jogging because they can't use them for car work. So seems Chris, like a great idea. There's a top yeah. practical consumer advice from Craigers. Thank you, sir. Chris, Chrissy, do I wear safety glasses when I work? Well, safety all, glasses all the damn time. Well, they might not be the problem because if they're clear, it's one of those. It might be like they're the, still going to reflect. They're still going to reflect. But yeah. one of those, like if they're if they are glasses with reflective, like reading glasses like these and you are going to get the black glare mm-hmm. i don't know we'll have to test mm. okay mm-hmm. you know who, thanks for that you know who always gives good consumer advice and never gives a glare and always has glasses on oh that's wrong no <laughs> <laughs> it's my uh, mom hi mom and, and, and a listener feedback that uh, i did not share is uh it, it, because we're considering it for a future show topic, but someone mentioned they were debating between two different racetracks. And I suggested one because the racetrack itself is a high quality racetrack and they're going to have a great time. And their immediate response is, what are the chances I will get Chrissy's mom's cookies at that track? <laughs> and I said, yes. and I said, zero. And they go, well, then I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Sorry, Chrissy's mom doesn't That's just deliver priorities. all over yeah. the United States. And they don't travel <laughs> well because they get stale and they get I think shuffled. the post office on to them a lot because I was it I got my I got my birthday cookies in July or something. No, that was last Christmas you got in February, right? Because last Christmas was a hot mess on the shipping. Hopefully it Exactly. Happen. Yes. Okay. All right. It's May topic time. Ooh. Uh, Metzl, do you want to intro this? Because this yeah, is your favorite. I, I, I think you want to do that. <laughs> this is like your topic of the this year. You're like, smelly like hippie. <laughs> right. when are we like, doing the thankfulness episode? Metzl's right. going to get his philosophy degree out. Okay. Just to have it out. All right. If you so, want to skip for the next. Uh, I know. <laughs> yep. so, so as this is in our show notes, Chris's least favorite, favorite episode, the hippie feels thankfulness episode. Uh, and this is... Uh, this is it's 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 a chance for us to ideally reflect on what we've done over the last year and more than just a prayer around the thanksgiving table but a genuine reflection on what has happened to us as a group individuals and hopefully a chance for you to also reflect over what has happened to you over the last 12 months and ideally focus on the good stuff oh, that go. was a lot shorter than i planned yeah really 
I was like ready to take a. I was like, I got time to go to the bathroom. Right. I got, I got time to get a snack. Uh-huh. Refresh my beverage. That'll come when I'm actually grateful for. Stuff. Oh, OK. 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 Uh, we have this broken down into topics. I didn't know this until like five minutes before the show. So my topics might not match. Whatever. What's the first topic? Well, let's talk about like everything, just the racing, everything that we have gotten from, from the racing. And we'll, we'll subset that into people, places, experiences. And then we'll talk about the show, people, places, experiences, and then stuff outside the show. All right. All right. Uh, I'll start with some racing. Uh, we finished the Z this year and that was fantastic. And then it wasn't. And we all know that my brother crashed it. And I'm going to say something about the racing that I am thankful for. He wasn't hurt. He put that thing into the Armco pretty hard. And he came out with just some bruises. And that's got to be the biggest hit any of our race cars have taken ever. And yeah. He got out with just some bruises and we worked really hard on that cage. That was one of the hardest cages we made. And thanks to my team and the lemons rule book, nothing happened to him. So yeah, I think we're, I'm really glad that we all survived this sport. And I'm really glad that we don't go to the hospital way more often than we do. And when we do, it's because somebody got their finger caught in the machinery of a windshield wiper and needs stitches. <laughs> Cause he was dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I tell my wife all the time when we're leaving, she says, be careful. And I say the, the toe to the track is more dangerous than our time on the track. And I truly believe that. And I'm thankful for all the people who keep lemons safe. Even John Pagel, even though he might like, you know, fail my exhaust someday. Cause he doesn't like it. John Pagel never fails anything because he doesn't like it. <laughs> John Pagel fails things because he doesn't want people to die. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm thankful for in the racing side for the people. That's a great one. That's a great one. I I was thinking about this and I think I'm thankful for basically everybody we see regularly at any race because it's so nice to see everybody. And when you, when it's been several months and you're back together, especially this year after so much time kind of off or, or didn't see people last year, it was really nice to see just kind of the usual crowd, the the friends you only see a few times a year that you're so happy to see. That was great. Yeah. I was happy for uh, a little less pressure pressure this year, because I think the last couple of years have made me a little less excited about racing because there's pressure. And so now it was good. And I was happy to go to a way race, which will show up later as well. So just talking about the people, uh, my big yep, now's favorite. the time to go get a beverage now's <laughs> the time to go. Uh, because I honestly could do an entire show just on the people I got to meet this year. Cause I, I got to be at so many more events and at the beginning of this year, I didn't think I was going to get to do anything involving racing and my participation probably tripled even though i I think i've raced twice but just uh last in 2019 when i did the uh the houston race sajeev uh if you're not reading sajeev on Haggerty, you're missing out sajeev has this thing where before he leaves the track he just walks through the paddock and just talks to teams which is great because then you find out the stories and it's going on there behind there. And I made that a habit at every race this year, uh, usually by myself. I just wander through 
and so if I've come by your paddock and if I have shared a conversation or a, Hey man, I hope you get that fixed or man, that looks really cool. Or you've offered me food uh, or a drink or just any fellowship at all. Believe this. I am genuinely and sincerely thankful for that time, for that opportunity. It, um, the thing that Chris was saying about, uh, you know, people you don't see very often in New Hampshire, there was a lot of folks we hadn't seen for years. And, and, you know, these are, these are people that I would immediately, you know, donate organs to, but you don't realize how much you miss them until you see them again. You're like, oh man, I forgot how funny or cool or genius you guys are. And it was just, there's not even a word for that emotion, but it is just this warm kind of feeling that you get wandering through and seeing people you haven't seen in a while. Cool. <laughs> oh, you guys uh, are the best. <laughs> this, I actually love your answer. If you want to introduce the next section, I think that is fantastic. Who's the you? Chris. Okay, go, Chris. Well, now it's, it's this is places at racing. What is your your places at racing you're thankful for? I'm thankful for the Friday paddock of whatever race it is. A lot of it's because of what we just talked about, but every Friday evening, like you're probably not that broken, so you're not wrenching too hard. You're seeing everybody having a great time. Everyone's all there, fully impact. It's always a great time, unless you're hella broken. I like your answer. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of like actual places. So I was trying to figure out like, which tracks do we go to? And none of these places are very glamorous. Um, and the only a different place I went to is Button Willow. And I do not say that as a favorite location or that I was happy to go to Button Willow. So I don't have a good answer. I like Chris's answer. Uh, I get to get to go to uh, the for the Texas rally and drive drive through West Texas, and it is way prettier than people want to give it credit for. It's very flat, but it's high plains, and there's just very gorgeous parts of uh, it's a, it's it is a highly unique and gorgeous part of this country. If you get a chance to see it, nice. I have never been to West Texas. I feel like your answer that you're going to give belongs in the next section, but I'll allow it. <laughs> What my answer for the next one? Yeah, no, you, you're for this? what you're going to say right now. Yes, the favorite I, place I, I went. I'll, nowhere. I'll allow this. This is good. This is I, this is good. I went nowhere this year except for the local races. I didn't get to do anything distance. Uh, y'all went to the 24, and I was stuck at work. And y'all went to the West Coast for Matt's 40th birthday party, and I, I was stuck at work. Right. Check it off your bingo yes. card. So <laughs> oh, the only thing new that I discovered this year is there is an awesome ice cream stand at Thompson and it was fantastic. And I went there and I got fantastic ice cream and I'm like, I've been coming to this damn place for how many years. A, I never noticed they had a golf course. B, <laughs> really good ice cream, oh. ice cream place at Thompson. I knew they had a golf course, uh, but I, well, I missed Thompson this year, the, the ice cream place. It wasn't like everyone ranted about that. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. this is ice cream. Everyone was like on Facebook, like, oh my God, this is such good ice cream. That's a, more of a rave than a rant, but yeah. Sure. I think that yeah. happened, actually. Uh -huh. Jeff yeah. did do a dance with a glow stick. I was like, yeah. ice cream. You got, y'all got to go with the ice cream. Got, and then, and Bruce was like, ice cream. Where, 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 yeah. And then he went and got it. So anyway. I don't know. I must have been cleaning the dishes or something. No, you were there. 
we were right. mopping up oil under the Mazda. Yeah. I mean, like you came back life. with ice cream and then I was like, yeah, I'll get over there. And I was doing stuff like I don't didn't get ice cream. And I, so and we'll talk about the experiences. And, and so working on these different races this year. So when you're a part of the team and it's wonderful being part of the team, you if you're worth the crap, you adopt the team's agenda and their goals. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and that is wonderful and fun. And that's why we always talk about you should vet your arriving drives and arriving drives. You should vet your team. Make sure that everything's lining up on there because that's a recipe for misery if you guys aren't aligned on that one. But coming to there with no agenda and actually meeting everybody at the different levels or even seeing teams that, you know, this race, they're very competitive. And at this race, they're like, nah, we're, we're here just testing. We're going to chill. It's casual racing with friends. And then the, the old experienced people versus the brand new one that comes in the penalty box with just eyes like dinner saucers going, I, 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 I really don't know what is happening right now. And I'm very frightened. I didn't think I could love racing more. And just opening my aperture of uh, the, the, the varied experiences people have, I really have fallen even deeper in love with this sport. It's just fantastic. And also driving that in, in three at Button Willow was amazing. Amazing. Cool, cool. Yes, do yours. Oh, the glasses oh. are on. Yeah. He can't wear the headlight, the strip headlight. Yeah, uh, uh, not, that, <laughs> um, not now. Only, only when I'm trying to read the notes, the podcast yeah. notes right down here. I think the track walks we've done this year have been really nice. We yes. had some really good. 100%. Yeah. Yep. Like good detailed track walks. We've gotten into some real, real nuts and bolts of how the track works. We've met some new friends and I think we've actually really genuinely helped some of the listeners um, that were out there. So that's been great. Other experiences, the Z was wicked fast that once I drove it, like, holy crap. And I want it back. And um, the Mazda was way better than expected. Way better. The experience with the Mazda was just like, it's a happy little car and it's just fun and works pretty much. I mean, we kind of sorted it now, we think. And it's just, it's great. The the video of the the track instructors of NJMP in that, Cherokee following me in the Mazda three is one of my favorite videos to watch when people are like, uh, you race. What do you mean you race? I say, oh, watch this. And they're like, Oh, that's that- you in that car squeezing through those. Holes? Uh, yep. Is that from this year? Yeah. It was from this yeah, year. It was Jersey. Oh, I don't- the, the weekend Jim wrecked the yeah. seat yeah. The, and uh- I blew up the neon. And you, was- you can hear, you can hear that. Cause that's the turbo Jeep, right? I don't know what's in it, but man, it's it quick. It's, it's quick, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it is so quick. Yes, that yep. is a gorgeous video. About to find it and like it. Cool, Chrissy, go ahead. Oh, Button Willow Saturday night party, epic. Yeah, that was excellent. it. Was epic. <laughs> it was the potluck was unbelievable. It was the it was a lot of food. It wasn't like the one at Thompson that had like the really long tables. I think it was because uh, the that paddock is really spread out. So I think not yeah. as many people came, but we had so much food left over that people just literally took food home and back with them. Um, and then we put the hot tub on the open trailer, trailer. and drove yeah. it around and partied and had lights and, and it was amazing. We had, we had hot bones and fall offs. Right. 
Um, and then we had we had people just bring. You can't coolers. drive that. You'll get hop ons. <laughs> cool. People bring coolers that they're just like here's here's your beer. Uh, we had um, truly popsicles, and yeah, like we just it was amazing. It was it was epic. Is what it was. It was. And it was a birthday yeah. party. And it was all, and a bunch of our friends too. You know the uh, it, 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 we were talking to the team that got heroic fix. I thought when the spoiler alert Nissan, and they said it was the hardest thing in the in the world because they're all desperately trying to fix their car. And every and they're like, and I don't know what it was, but every ten minutes, some hot tub full of half naked people would come by and try and offer us booze while we're fixing our car. And we, I mean, we cheered them on too, but by then it was just cheering. So you know, we were happy to see people, but you know, it was amazing. We wanted our car to run so we could go do that. (laughs) That's the worst part, man. When you're deep wrenching and you see other people having a good time and you're not having a good time, it's rough. Yeah. Uh, I I recently uh, learned a new term in my uh, social justice work, and it's sportive privilege. And uh, it's it's one of the reasons that the average paddock is probably pretty white and pretty affluent and uh, pretty everything. And, uh, you know, sports like polo if you don't own a horse you can't do it and racing is one of those sports it's a sport of privilege if you don't have money for food on the table you're probably not going to be able to afford a race car or a track day even so um yeah i am just privileged to be racing anywhere at any time uh you know it's all the friends i've made along the way have been great but the ability to to be able to, you know, get out there and race. And, you know, I'm, I'm in a financially stable and, and I have time off to be able to say, Hey, I want to go to that track day. I'm going to add it to the calendar. I'm going to go to this track. I'm going to add it to the calendar. Yeah. As long as you don't pick it on like homecoming weekend, I'm allowed to get out of the house every, every yeah. weekend in September. You can't yeah, go. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So I, I have privilege to be able to travel around this country and get in a race car with lots of different friends. And that is the privilege. That is the most amazing experience getting in that seat and driving on that track, baby. Oh, and that is a lovely segue so nice. to the next segment, Jeff. Sure. We're going to talk about the show. I actually got, I was, who was I? I was telling someone this story the other day, the story of how the show went or the show got you know, created. And it, it, we're 219 episodes into this. If you haven't heard this, or if you already have, I, I apologize. My, the job I had five years ago was not allowing me to see racing friends, which are the other three faces and the, the brother and, and, and Eric and all the other, and Greg and uh, all those folks that as often as I would like. And after many drinks, the voicemail with Chris and Chrissy. We should start a podcast because then I would have to talk to them every week. And Chris and Chrissy are like, "Oh, great, mental's drunk. This is a dumb idea." And then that's not what we said. I but, think I yeah. think mental's <laughs> drunk. This is a fantastic idea. Is what they I, said. I think, that's I what we said. <laughs> I think I think two years later, you guys called me. You might have been drinking, and said, this is a good idea. We got to invite Jeff. And this, that was it. it. The only listeners we ever expected were the four of us. And, and then, Chrissy's mom. my mother and Chrissy's mom. And then Jeff uh, went to a drivers meeting at uh, Barber and Barber, yeah. 
raised his hand at the driver's meeting and asked a, a question. Some question, because that's what I, I do to make down. laughs. Yeah. Well, no, but th- this was actually a reasonable question. And somebody went, oh, my God, I know that voice. And I remember because you came back and said, bad news. People, People are listening. <laughs> actually, I think I said, I said, we better never go on YouTube because the guy thought I was mental. <laughs> so you, are so, you mental? I, I don't know no. you guys this at Houston, where we talked about Sajid's article on the pickle suit, uh, a Nissan 240 team showed up, guy in a pickle suit and went, I'm in a pickle. My doctor says my heart can't take anymore because of what we mentioned on this show. And I, <laughs> I, 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 and I like, I forgot people listened to us and <laughs> turned around and went, is he wearing a pickle suit because of me? And I'm like, yes. And <laughs> I, I, I haven't experienced from, from, from beginning to end. And if it literally stops tomorrow, it has been incredible. So talking about what the show has done for us this year. That's, that's yeah. my perspective. You're right there. The, the, the show really has expanded. Like, I'm sorry, I'm jumping right in, but I'm excited to thank people and thank the listeners. Um, it really has been a bit of a roller coaster year because in the middle of COVID, when no racing was happening, we were struggling. We were struggling for topics and we were struggling for things to talk about because we couldn't talk about racing and I racing and everything else. And, and then once it came back, it was, I think a lot of people found us during the pandemic at uh, New Hampshire, when mental said they're driving a BMW and he pointed the, microphone at the crowd and the crowd said boring i was like holy cow these people listen um so <laughs> we we're been, talking about amanda who's a friend <laughs> yeah, yeah of course well i mean yeah we, amanda knows she drives boring that's why she is the only person by the way to ever get ioe in an overall win in the same year so second, second, second one first, second one second. uh but anyway all the crazy things we've had to do we've got a lot more We've said no to several different advertisers this year who have contacted us because we didn't agree with their product or didn't think it aligned with our needs. And like we we started with racing junk. We're actually like getting noticed by people. I'm on a weight loss challenge with five other podcasts of people I've never met. That's because of listeners. That's was really really are are kind of making a mark maybe i mean i don't know why anybody listens it's funny but it's dick jokes everybody i don't we, know we we love that you do but I, yeah I don't the, know. the, don't the know. listeners are amazing thank you to all the listeners that's what i'm thankful for yeah that's a good one that's a really good one yeah you should see my tequila selection it's incredible yeah. <laughs> i i want to specifically thank the 100 percent listeners oh because I, it's a it's a small but uh, but proud group. What I know of for sure, and I'm sure there's more than this. These are the ones I know. I know there's Craig, Kurt, Chrissy's mom, and Bill. I think are the hundred percenters that I know of. If you're on that list and not one of those four, let us know. We'd be thrilled uh, to know who else is a hundred percenter. Now, do you define a hundred percent as being with us from the beginning or having listened to every episode? Mm, that's a good call. Mm. I know people have gone back. I'm right. okay with having gone back because I didn't okay. want people to start at number one because they right. probably wouldn't have kept going. So right. our, our, one of our newest listeners has like actually gone back and listened to show one, despite me saying, no, no, oh, just, no just, don't start, do that. just start with like 12, man. 
like yeah. 50. I think 50 was fine. <laughs> no, I think we were okay Even before that. 20, like well, we whenever to... Mental got out of the basement, it's fine. Or with the, the uh, box. He was there like two much. weeks ago, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truth. Yeah, different, different, different basement. Facts. Facts. Yeah. That's a, that is a, that is yeah. a, that is absolutely a wonderful thing. So, yes. If I agree. And listen to all of our episodes. <laughs> Salute to you. People couldn't see that on, on the podcast. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, it, you get press salute. I heard it whip. When he <laughs> yep. so, so I took the I took this for ha- thankful or happy to have people on the show. So I chose Kim. I'm Kim was a great. I'm happy great that Kim guess. was on the show. Kim is yeah, awesome. Absolutely. She holds that she is totally the glue and like the wings of lemons. And so without her, uh, we probably wouldn't be. And so I, she was great to have on the show and I'm thankful for her. That's, that's a great one. Cause I took the same thing and uh, just selfishly really enjoyed having Peterson on the show, because if we go all the way back to those single digit episodes, we're like, somebody's raising a Maserati. These are our kinds of people. And as it turns out, Yes, absolutely. Our kinds of people. And the way we found Eric Peterson through the apex adjacent, it just comes back to that whole concept of community. And, you know, uh, I, I, I took a class one time about networking and the guy was adamant about a lot of people want to make it about the circles. And those are supposed to be the people that you know. And he goes, it's not the circles. It's the lines. It's the relationships. Mm, I like that. So it was that person, it was that person. And I, I've, I'm not going to say that I was adhered to it. I try to always adhere to it. And I know immediately when I've lost my way, when I start focusing on, the, you know, trying to get introduced to a person rather than the relationships. It, it it is the relationships nice i like that okay. ah move on to places show places. related places it's show funny because we all have the same thing this year it's awesome well i mean we also haven't gone many haven't places, gone really many places and anywhere the show, with the show yeah. so uh let we can say all say it on three because we're one, being selective two Three, uh, PRI. Yes, I, we yeah. should probably say what PRI is because we've been saying the letters a lot tonight. Uh, it is the Performance Racing Industry Trade Show, and uh, we're going to talk about it in a little bit about uh, what we're doing there for next week. But we are um, going to be. It's basically SEMA for racing stuff. It is run by the same organization, uh, and it is in Indianapolis. It is going to be cold. Bring your jackets and socks and actual shoes. This is how excited I am about PRI. I'm willing to wear socks. You have to wear socks. (laughs) I didn't even wear socks in New Hampshire. I don't care. We're going to be walking a lot more than in in New Hampshire. We're going to have a counter for New Hampshire was This is why I live in Vegas. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. That's our ding. 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 And have those phones out when we're walking from our awesome uh, Airbnb to the uh, to the show because that's oh, yes. the most. That's why I told you need a jacket that's not a leather one or jean one. Like okay, leather, leather jackets can be warm. Leather jackets are fantastic, especially okay. if it's actively snowing because they were all okay. water. But I, I actually already know the coat that I'm going to be bringing, and I'm going to be like four layers thicker than all of you. I'm going to look that's like fine. the kid from A Christmas Story. I can't put my arms down. You know what? I'm gonna. I did I'm, find there's a coat down. check. 
at the show. Oh, nice. good. Good um, job. I'm also just going to walk behind you in, in, when we're walking into the wind, because I'm sure we'll have to walk into the wind. I'm just going to walk behind you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're That's all going to walk behind you. <laughs> yeah. uh, years ago, when I went to the Detroit Auto Show in, you know, and I was staying in Canada. I remember having them having a coat check and I handed them so much crap. And they're like, where are you from? I'm in Georgia. Shut up. <laughs> Except right. it's exactly the same temperature in Georgia and Atlanta today, right now, as it is here right now. My, my boss is there right now. And he was like, yeah, it's about 40 out. And I was like, yeah, it's oh, like that's not bad. 45 here. So not cold. Not, no, no, it's no. cold. Nope. Nope. Uh, it, 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 and I'm, I'm taking Chris's thing, but I'm going to, Chris is ingesting circle back. We are invited to PRI under, you know, uh, we were, we were, we were actually working on getting through there, but then the racing junk partnership and all of that is because of everyone that listens to this show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Great experiences experiences that have to do with the shoe yes since we didn't go anywhere this is how i took it i enjoy some of the topics that we talk about that i have to learn stuff or i learn stuff or i learn i have to google things to know what i'm talking about so i'm calling that my experience that's that's valid i like that actually yeah i you know, two things that I have picked up from Chrissy over the last 10 years is now I sing to remember things, which, <laughs> like in my office, people are like, are you, what, what song is that? I'm like, it's stop it. It's just a thing I do. And then the, uh, the other thing is uh, your, your track map. So your passion for learning has affected my learning in even non-racing areas. So when oh. you say that you're excited to learn stuff, that's, that's legitimately impressive. Oh, that's nice. Um, it, and since I'm next on this, uh, I call out Chris a little bit on this one. Uh, I was at pit race and this is, it was, it was springtime. So I was still dealing with, you know, holy crap, I got to find a job, what I'm going to be doing. And it, it all worked out for that. I'm also thankful. But I was in, then I work for Lemons, not, hanging out with the team kind of a deal and i was in this kind of mindset and i was getting ready to leave i i swung by where you guys were garaged up on the hill the hot tub was set up and it was everything that i'd forgotten i loved about pit race and chris goes well yeah you could go back to your hotel which i'm sure is exciting or you know you could, <laughs> you could stay here eat cookies and sit in a hot tub with a bunch of people you only get to see four times a year and it was one of those just resets. What are you doing? Why are you here? What, what are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish out of this? And I grabbed a pair of shorts out of the back of my rental car and I hopped in the hot tub and got neck deep because it was really cold. And I was miserable. Uh, but it was, it was just one of those just great, warm, oh yeah, that's why I love this hobby kind of moments. And so Thank you, Chris, and thank you all for uh, always welcoming me, even when I'm not driving. Hmm. I like that. Cool. Chris, you want to do yours since you've already covered it a little bit? Yeah, I already said this, but the, the, the track walks we had with some new listeners and whatnot this year, they were really nice. I enjoyed that. That was a good experience related to the show. Yeah. How many, how many folks were with you at New Hampshire? A lot. A lot. I, I a lot. A I was in a different headspace when I came up, but as I walked away, I'm like, 
holy shit that's like, that's like 40 people yeah. and it, it, was, it, it was like this forest gump kind of moment where chris stopped and he would turn around and everyone go shh he's gonna say something <laughs> <laughs> and it was so awesome because we had listeners and i i i tried could probably pick you out a lineup, but I don't remember their names and or what for team they were, but they came over to our paddock and we happened to be standing there and they said, Are you doing track walk today? And we were like, I think so. And that's when I went over to Mental and was like, Track walk, we need to know what the time we it is because we, we got walk. people that are coming because we probably don't. We actually got a lot out of our track walk this time, but in theory, we thought at New Hampshire, we've done it a million times. We don't need to go on it, but I know I improved by going on it, but it's things like that that it's just, yeah, I completely agree. And it's, it, I think it's bleeding over to everything because, you know, we, we had track walks at Button Willow. We had track walks at Houston. Uh, it was, uh, you know, the, the track walk kind of mentality is permeating the, uh, the sport. I love it. Nice. Uh, wow. Here's the experience that I had this year. And I think many of us had this year is guesting on other people's podcasts. We've done that a few times that's before, a good one. but yeah, that's good. like, Hey, I love listening to Chrissy on the, on the, um, the, the bid nerds. Thank you. I was going to say the John Polnick podcast. Yeah. Um, but I love is coming back. I have confirmation. Oh, excellent. Um, the apex adjacent podcast is my like new favorite podcast in the world. I feel like I could like really hang with those guys and, you know, they guessed it with us and we guessed it with them. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And now that we have this experience, we're talking online about, um, also sharing with some of the weight loss podcasts. So we'll, we'll see more in the future, but, um, you know, obviously we, it just used to be like us and bill trading members each time. And <laughs> it's kind of really expanded past that. And I'm glad. Yes. Agreed. Totally agreed. Now the, the, the last thing is it's just one of those, uh, generalized, you know, not podcasts, not racing, just what are you you grateful for? And my answer, I'm still trying to keep it, you know, related to the show. Uh, and it, I I I I operate on a superstition uh, as throughout my life. Any time that I've been blessed, and I have not at least acknowledged or been grateful for it, I have lost that blessing. Uh, and there's any number of reasons, and depending on your level of superstition, you can stick with that. But I know that if I acknowledge lucky and blessed and happy i am i even if it's just because i'm thinking about it it tends to stay but uh sticking with you know that that's where i was going with with the outside of both the, the racing and the podcasting this year so uh we'll talk about the people and going back to what jeff just mentioned way back when there was still the camden tub podcast we of course met bradley brownell who we've had on a half a dozen times and his, his partner cameron vanderhorst who needed a car looked at here in Las Vegas and mid pandemic. And uh, he introduced me to a friend of his and we both went and looked at the car that was already sold, but I met John Polnick and that was the whole bid nerds and that kind of stuff. And John is very wired into the city here. We found all kinds of cool bars and pizza places and great stuff. And just the larger Vegas crowds. Like even when I'm not racing, I'm able to find my tribe here in Las Vegas. So uh, people, yeah, JP and, and, and his whole crew they've introduced me to is I'm really thankful for that opportunity. Yeah, I'm totally jealous of a lot of the shows that you've been able to go to, the Cars and Caffeines and the other one oh, that you yeah. helped. They were amazing. Yeah, the, the Vegas, I, I, 
I think you guys would really love coming out here for a Vegas auto. Even if you just got in like Saturday morning and then stared at a bunch of cars and got too drunk that night, it would be fantastic. Yeah. I'm, de- I'm jealous. I had three cars at the last Stockton university card oh, and coffee. And so. one of them was yours. And one of them was mine. Absolutely. I had to get up early. It you was had to go, cold. You had to go oh, anyway you know though. Didn't you? Don't- don't put yeah. the Veloster on the next promo shot. Apparently that one did. <laughs> that was work. bad. Yeah. That was a yeah. bad poster. <laughs> I say, I'll send you all the shots that I took uh, and I put in our Instagram story uh, from the last cars and cafe and uh, use all those as promo shots. There you go. Cause they're going to show up anyway. It doesn't look like Vegas at all. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take a moment here and talk about the people in my life. Uh, you know, it's hard to say we're coming out of this pandemic because of the Omicron variant and all that other stuff and all the variants that are going to follow. But I'm vaxxed and relaxed. My extended family is vaxxed. I, I, I've been largely less affected than many during this pandemic. Uh, everybody I know has their jobs. I had the ability to work from home during the hottest part of the lockdown lockdown my college campus is back to operational again so i'm getting to see like my team in real life and i'm getting to like work with the students again so even though i'd probably prefer to take my meetings in my bunny slippers every day going to work ain't so bad and we're in such a better place than we were a year ago and you know i you you y'all know my politics and you know i i much prefer president now than president before but we have the vaccine because of the, you know, operation warp speed. And I've got three of them in my arm. And it's one of the reasons I'm allowed to go to Indianapolis, even though I may have to spend a couple nights on the couch, you know, <laughs> swab my nose when I get home. I, I'm allowed to travel again. And everybody in my family is safe and happy. And that's all that really matters. Uh, how's, how's trash can? Wasn't he supposed to graduate last year? Oh, he graduated like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fantastic. Is he doing well? I, I last I heard, he was the IT supervisor for like a town around here, oh, and was Johnson. doing like big data stuff for the town. That's fantastic, Octopus yeah. Johnson. If you're out there, <laughs> and, 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 and so the, this is a, a student of Jeff, <laughs> this guy for, for a, a little brief, deep for a brief period of time was actually living in his car. Jeff did his best to help the guy out, and I, yeah, he was just we were all kind of rooting for him. Yeah, good. He's probably like the perfect guy to be the town IT small town guy because he wants to help and he, you know, wants to be a good person. Yeah. (laughs) I I didn't have anything specific written down for this, but I think I'll follow along Jeff's lines as we've gotten through this last year, basically entirely unscathed. Whole family, fine. Any everyone close to, fine. Close friends, fine. Me, fine. Chrissy, fine. Everything's fine. We're all fine. Got a lot of projects done this year, actually. Everything. Mm -hmm. Kind of worked out nicely. Yeah, worked at home, which is great. Have to go back January 18th. Wait, no. Yeah. Back to an office? Yeah. I think my brother's back. Three days a week. Oh, Chris is going to have to put pants on. I know. Oh, that's the worst. Uh, Hi. Not so much. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Now I can put Uh, my feet up on his chair. (laughs) <laughs> no, the, the cat is going to be sitting on the my cat chair. is going to be mad gonna be, i'm gonna yeah cat is gonna be mad she's yeah. she, she'll probably look up at me like where's dad i was speaking of she just ran by 
Um, I also didn't have anything listed here. Um, I am going along, going along with the same sentiment. I don't know. Uh, and I have a little bit additional thoughts on some of the friends that we've gotten closer to, uh, and talked with more this year. So, um, like Randy Bish, we had a great conversation with him. I didn't, and his, uh, lovely lady friend, Lauren. Uh, and so people like that, that we kind of like know on the periphery, uh, same with, um, Dr. Florida man. I don't, I hadn't had a whole many conversations with him. I should mental spent a long time in the car with him. So he had even more conversation, but there's a couple of friends that were kind of on our periphery of people that we communicate with fairly often, but uh, talk with more this year. So I'm going to go along with that as, as people, you know, I borrowed Donnie's car to go get something for, I don't remember (laughs) why for lemons. And he had a full size iPad on the dashboard and I took your picture and I took I took a picture and I made it his background he never said a word he never said like f you Wakeman he thought it was hilarious oh did he I didn't yeah he pulled over this was at New Hampshire is it New Hampshire yeah 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 he pulled over and showed us are we getting gas at the same time we definitely saw the picture (laughs) I don't know where we were going at the same time but yes well Donnie thanks for lending me the TDI Volkswagen it was fantastic uh, and I, 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 and I love this touching moment, but I saw a post today on one of the social medias that cracks me up. Uh, and it was somebody complaining that we had skipped from Delta variant straight to Oma, Omicron. Omicron, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody says it differently every time I hear it's, it. Okay. I, I work in the fraternity and sorority world. I mean, Greek I alphabet know. is my thing. Omicron. Okay. O- so Omicron. They're okay. like, wait, why did we skip all of these letters? And wait, we didn't. And the, 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 the immediate underposting was, thank God we did, because if we'd have gone to Delta Integrale, it would have crushed every other variant. And then the <laughs> Japanese would have come along <laughs> variant. We would have all died. So that's just wow. A that's also deep. That's a funny joke that only it is a funny joke. Podcast the rally do. people get. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Santi just almost wrecked his car laughing so hard. So, yeah. If he still listens to us. <laughs> Yes. So the, uh, the next one is places, and this is a challenge. Uh, and I'm going to cheat and go first because I didn't, all of my travel this year was racing or show related, which I'm immensely grateful for, but I didn't do anything just for, just because. Yes. Yep. I'm, Sorry. We had a great trip to Mexico to a yep. really nice, all inclusive that we like Yep. this last year. And we're going to do it again. In- yep. 57 days calendar up there <laughs> and Which after uh, having to go to work three days a week you will be ready for it. that's yeah. true and uh, i'm looking forward to it because it's really nice i will second that but i also instead of the be obvious i did go to Col- uh, colorado for work earlier this year that was in february um there were less people out and february was loved lovely time to go because in the day i had a t-shirt on and then it snowed the next day so it's pretty awesome i went nowhere hmm I 100% owe my wife a 20th anniversary wedding anniversary trip. And yeah, more, more news on that later, but Hey mental, what are you doing for new year's? There we go. Come on out, brother. Come on out. We're, we will I'll, make it work. I'll tell you why after the show, maybe. <laughs> Cause we, we already know from the Chris and Chrissy wedding, how well our wives get along. Cause they get together. It's true. And commiserate about us. They, they well they also uh, bag on the servers at the restaurants. 
<laughs> Which your wife will actually 90% of the restaurants here, she will love their service level. Yeah, we've been to Vegas before. Vegas has been a vacation spot in the past. So, but anyway, we'll talk about that later. That's all I got. I, I didn't go anywhere. So, hmm. all right. Okay. Uh, Chris, just because we talk so much about it. Well, it says experiences that were good this year for us, not release racing or, or car related. I'm happy the boat is actually pretty much done now. All that work, including another respray this spring. And it looks great. We used it a lot this year. Yes, you both, did. And God bless you for it. Yeah. Both at the Cape. Well, we're working at home, we drive up Thursday night, work a half day Friday, go out That's in the fantastic. boat. <laughs> nice. Out, right? Things like nice. that were wonderful. Yeah. And uh, you know, my, um, my, my dad's spent, God bless distance work. Well, yeah. my, my entire, you know, growing up time, my dad always had a boat, uh, two or three different ones. Two. And, and when it, when he would get a boat, it would, you know, the first couple of weekends it would go out there and then it would sit in the driveway for a year and then he would sell it and then he'd buy another boat. And it's, you know, it was just one of these kind of things. It was and looking back on it now. It's kind of sad. So they, people use boats, good on you. My dad had a theory. The day you begin trailering your boat is the last day you use it. We always had it in the water all summer long. Sounds like we are we, not living that. No, we, when we brought our boat home here to Pennsylvania, we used it four times, I think. That's, At least. that's in September and October. Yeah. We used it four additional times. And that was mm-hmm. rescued the family with it. Yeah, we did. Yep. We did. That was awesome. Yep. Well, so mine was, uh, it still had cars and racing to do with it, but, uh, I would say as an experience was the Porsche day. Yeah. Still jealous. <laughs> y'all. I can. Yep. Y'all. Uh, well, yep. It was a good one. And I, I, I'm jealous. I got to tear around the Porsche experience center. So yes. Uh, and I'm going to go with my, uh, despite my lack of completion on a lot of this, I am <laughs> learning a great deal with home repair. You know, and uh, my wife, the ever patient and loving Vicky, pointed out that it, it, this is almost like a Hamsa philosophy, too, is when I'm done with this, I will have a skill set. Even if I do it wrong, mm. I'm going to have a skill set that I did not have when I started. Mm. And there is always value in being able to do something and looking back on it and go, I did that. It sucks. I'm going to tear it apart and do it again. But you can still take the pride in knowing that you did something. Excellent. And the next time you do it, it will be better. It actually will. And then the other thing is the uh, the wrap-up videos. Uh, I, I enjoy the wrap-up videos. I've kind of brought what I think is my own, let's just be honest, weirdness to them. And I get a lot of really good feedback like oh man that was really funny didn't see it going there and not just from viewers of the videos but jay and nick and eric have all taken time to actually like i'll go out to my car and sit on a conference call and they're like this was really funny but this joke didn't land and here's why and let's blah 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 and next time let's do this i i and now i'm looking at some of the the wrap-up videos that i'm doing and i'm really proud of them uh, and I even got recognized at the last Cars and Coffee from someone who saw the New Hampshire wrap-up video. And they're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, you, that's mental. Are you mental? And um, 
you know, which is any other context. Yeah, you go uh, <laughs> verb or noun. Yeah, what, are you, what are you asking? Uh, but no, and it was, uh, yeah. And, it's and, an and adverb, isn't it? Having having to learn, like uh, the, 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 the thing that Chris said early this year when uh, Jeff and I were on Apex Adjacent and it went way, or no, when Apex Adjacent was on here and it went way too long. Way too long. The, the improv, you know, just say yes, make the joke and go. And I'm not great at it, but I'm getting better. And uh, the, the opportunity. Yeah. You've of- quoted Chris's. <laughs> um, Apparently, imp- I have the imp- philosophy to imp- do this really quoted. <laughs> No, you're Let's just an straight. ass is what you are. Is what you're Apparently. saying. <laughs> <laughs> to the point. He's right. Drop the cow and move on. <laughs> it is a proverbial, it is a centennial philosophy right, of, of, of comedy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna back up that the, the Chris is an ass thing because we we've all been friends now for. There's probably a better word for that. Yeah, and, and Chris, Chris has gotten very. Are you crushing his head? <laughs> no, I was saying this is how much of an ass I am. Somewhat of an ass, no, but, like, but he is. Yeah. Rather than just delivering this blunt blah blah blah, you sucked. He has really embraced the art of I want to help you get better. And uh, the, you know, I've got a I've got a phone full of just private conversations of just me and him, text and phone, where I will actually reach out to him for advice. And he has gotten very good about you know, well, the technical answer is this, but he'll actually go, well, what do you want to accomplish? And just by asking a couple of Socratic style questions, really, you end up answering the question. You end up answering the question yourself. And it's just nice to to be able to bounce it off of that sort of thing. So yes, I I quote Chris a lot because he has, uh, he's entrusted me with a lot of things. And and yeah, hell, I'll throw in there that I'm grateful for that. And, and across the board, I think it's made me a lot more open to constructive criticism. And I, even if I'm not getting better, I feel like I'm getting better, which makes me happy. Nice. Excellent. God, I feel like a chump saying mine now. No, it's a cool car. It's totally, it's a- <laughs> I'm damn glad my wife and I'm, I'm thanking my wife again for probably, I think the third time this trip, this, this show for telling me to shut the hell up and buy the damn Veloster because I was wavering and I was like, Oh, if I wait three more months, the prices will go down. Oh, if I wait three more weeks, it, some another one will be available. A, I was completely wrong. Cause the market is still hella stupid. It really is. But the car is fantastic. Um, Hyundai is now doing stupid stuff like the Kona N like they've already discontinued and stopped taking new orders for Veloster ends. So I'm glad I got it when I could, because I do not want a Kona N. It looks like they're going to not have um, manual transmissions after a generation or so. Um, So, yeah, so I am glad this is probably not my last manual transmission gas powered vehicle, but I can't see a future where I'm buying something new that's sporty, gas-powered, economical, and a stick. I just don't think it's going to exist in five to seven years when I'm looking for another car. Anyone, anyone who, who, who is involved in a long-term relationship, when that supportive person says, 
especially if they're not a gearhead and they say just buy the damn car buy the damn car yeah Uh, yeah. when i casually mentioned the mercedes and uh vicky having stolen the uh the land rover from uh you know the last car that i bought from chris and chrissy she went wait chris is selling it oh yeah totally buy it yeah totally buy it love that car yeah it's a great car yes it is (laughs) yeah it really is Well, that's it. I love my Veloster and I love my wife for telling me to buy it. So there it is. All right. Aww. Aww. Yay. So cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the fact of the matter is we all love Jeff's wife. She's a sweetheart. But anyway. Not Chris's though. She's any- an ass. <sighs> Just kidding. Anyone else have anything on the thankful topic? I, I want to make a joke about how often you work out, but I feel like you both would punch me. <laughs> I can't <laughs> punch you. Next week, well, I next can week. punch you. I can go like this. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anything else? Anyone else thankful for anything? Well, turkey, I'm thankful, dog, I'm for a lot of things. We get, we could, we could absolutely keep going. You know, you, you no, make, let's not though. At, at the at the beginning, at the beginning, you asked the question, Jeff. Come on, <laughs> oh, damn it! You should have said, "We're done, oh, yay, we're, we're done." At the beginning of the pandemic last year, I thought. I was going to have to put my dog down and you know, here oh, she is. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But, uh, Good call. What, what Which one? Rika. Rika. Oh. Remember she was, I do. she was really yeah, sick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, if there's something you're grateful for yeah, that we missed, or if we touched on something that made you realize something, go ahead, email us, post it up at the, in the doodly do. We'll talk about that here in a second. Email us at everyone.racers. Get all of us on social media. Let us know. There you go. Great. All right. And now we're moving on to Around the Horn. Uh, no just a tip today. This one is mine. And I'm uh, screen sharing a, a racingjunk.com because, you know, we are their media partner, racingjunk.com. Uh, I discovered this week that they have a 24 hours of lemons car for sale section and they had uh, about eight cars in it uh these are all caged prepped kind of things most of them have been to lemons races but then i found this i'm just gonna slide down here this is a real live and if you're watching uh, if you're listening uh check this out on youtube because you can check it out yourself an actual long beach grand prix toyota celica gt from the celebrity race this was raced by some guy named otis and this is you know a caged you know and, and, and adding that this is a proper celica yes yes this is rear wheel drive manual yes absolutely this is a 1980 Two. 1982, 1982 celica which has 2300 miles the original 22r roll cage racing c pernelli jones was raced by the la times publisher otis chandler so they call it the otis because it says right on the door otis let me see if i get back to Oh, oh on, and, and so the license, the plate. license plate. Yeah. Yeah. It says Otis on it. So, um, they said that this year was actually won by, uh, Dan Gurney and, uh, Caitlin Jenner, who at the time was Bruce. Uh, yeah. So this all could be yours for $9,700 out of Norco, California. Norco. Is that how you say that? I don't know. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, because they're the, the, these pictures are all taken right there at Big Willow, which you yeah, can see Willis, next, Willis next spring if you just harden the stuff up and drill on the airplane. But yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, so yeah, so there it is, out of California, a real live Toyota Pro Am celebrity race car Celica. And for years, Toyota has always sponsored one of the sporting races of the Long Beach Grand Prix, and they would always get all of these identically prepared Toyotas. They've done Scions, all this other kind of stuff, and it has been going on for decades. Oh, yeah. I didn't even explain it. I thought everybody knew that, but oh, yes. Yeah. And this one, this one, if you're not seeing it on the YouTube, this is a proper period correct orange. Oh. Dark yeah, they, they haven't messed up. with it at all. It is it is a gorgeous car. So so here's the question around the horn. Is this cooler or less cool that it was a Long Beach celebrity Toyota Celica? Or is it already so cool as the 83 Celica that it doesn't have to be from Long Beach? Ooh, so that is an excellent question. And I'm going to jump in first, as I so often do with these around the horns. And I'm going to say, yes, it's cooler because it was a celebrity Long Beach car and even more cooler because no one knows who that celebrity is. It's a terrible celebrity. It's the (laughs) editor in chief of like the long Los Angeles Times or some crap. Right. And I'm sure they are a wonderful human being. But the fact that no one will know who it is. And I'm going to say this. If you show up at any race that I'm judging, boom, I'm throwing this thing in class C and I'm giving you zero laughs. Yeah. Doesn't somebody run lemons in the Don Dockin race? Daytona. (laughs) Daytona. Like that's cool because it's Don (laughs) Dockin. And everybody loves that it's Don Dockin and almost doesn't care that it's a Daytona. yeah, I'd like the second generation pop-up headlights. When MTV was trying to do their knockoff version of the Long Beach Grand Prix celebrity race, it's and yeah. they had to stop because Ted Nugent would lap everybody like five yes, times. yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yes. It would. Be- All right, Metal says cooler. Yes, Chrissy, you want to go? No, no, go ahead. You're already I'm talking. Sure no one go interrupts ahead. you. No, thank you. No, you're already going. <laughs> okay. I think it's cooler because of its age. If it were a 04 Scion TC, I don't know if I'd say any cooler having been the Long Beach Grand Prix car, but because of its age and it survived in that kind of shape, someone should go vintage racing with it. Yeah. So it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that it was a Long Beach or that it was in the celebrity race, that it is a untouched 82 Celica prepped race car (laughs) at that level. I think it no that the provenance does make it a little cooler because it's so old and it has survived so well. I think. Okay, okay, it, it does look good. I mean, there's it's those, amazing. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. it's a perfect car. It will not be that perfect after its first race, which is why I should go vintage racing. Well, it right, looks right. like it's been racing. I mean, it looks like it's still up to spec. I mean, it looks like the cell and everything has been replaced, and someone has been racing this. I think it, it ended up at, miles on it. How much can yeah. it do? Oh no! I think uh, it but, ended um, up at Willow as one of their uh, student cars for the one of the racing schools that was at Willow. That Springs. seems like a terrible oh. idea. Why you put a student in that car? <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, I agree with all of you. I think p- parts from both of uh, I didn't even read the whole soliloquy here, but I 
it's a, it's beautiful. It's an awesome looking car. It is period correct. It looks like it rolled out of somebody's, um, like grandmom's like garage. Huey Lewis's grandmom's garage. (laughs) (laughs) With it, besides the cage in the cell and all that stuff. Uh, it's really awesome looking outside and it's great that it is. I don't, I don't care who Otis, Otis is. And I don't care that Mrs. Well, Otis uh, is now the car. The car will outlaw. Oh, okay. He was named after. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So that I, whatever, I think it's a cool car. I think it's cooler because it looks like a go racing, but I do not think it should be a lemons car, but I don't, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It says they found it. it in 2019 and re-updated it. And mental was right. It was being used as a uh, school car. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Wow. Awesome. The, uh, the the Vintage Auto Racing Association, they had the University of Vera coming up in January the 22nd and the 23rd at Button Willow Raceway. One of uh, the instructors there is a strikingly handsome person with perfect hair. That would be a perfect car to bring to the uh, Vera University and get involved in vintage auto racing, which uh, Vera has a bubble rule, which is oh, a car. You need a car with around good. everyone. All right, I buy that. No. I like that. I, mean, I like that. Th- then you can only mess up yourself if you go off. That's your fault. Then you're then you're dumb and bad at driving. Well, there it is for nine thousand seven hundred dollars. This could be yours. I'll tell you again how to find it. Of course, it's go to racingjunk.com. It is the place to sell all of your racing junk or buy your next set of racing junk. Go to uh, race cars, and they have a section for road race cars, and then they have a section just for twenty four hours of lemons and other road race cars and so yeah let's you, check that out should you buy it tell them you found it here uh <laughs> we actually had a listener and i sent this to we, we've had a listener you know we've had listeners buy cars because they they found them on racing jump because of us which i'm sorry and thank you and this would be another just way. wait till you get one did you buy one of those cars that that guy had that jeff went through the long list of pictures with the funky boats and the boat that was going to sing. Oh, I hope somebody big, got the really those. big truck that and then a random amazing. NSX and, and you swap like, the wheels on everything. The random NSX on the worst wheels ever. Yes. And, he, and he lived like in a three bedroom house in Florida, but he had a million dollars worth of cars. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Okay. All right. Next show promo, Chrissy. What are we doing? Oh, I don't know if we are calling this a promo anymore because before we've we've decided now. So uh, let's talk about this. So next week, you've heard about this. We're going to PRI. Uh, we've talked a little bit about, it, but it is the PRI stands for the Performance Racing Industry, and it's oh, they have a uh, trade show, which is what we're going to, and we are all headed there. Uh, we're going to have. The show is going to be late next week. I think we are talking about, we are going to be all over the social medias. We are going to be headed to what we just talked about, Racing Junk. We're going to be at their booth on Thursday, which we're really excited about. Uh, hopefully speaking with uh, Aldrin Venezuela. Uh, Venezuela. Villanueva. Thank you. Uh, who's the director of marketing at, at, at uh, NASA, at National Auto Sports Association on the West Coast. So we're going to talk all things NASA and different programs and compare uh, East Coast to West Coast. We've got a lot of good questions for them already, but um, just we may not have a ch- typical podcast for you ready on 
Thursday morning, like you usually listen to for our hundred percenters. Um, but we will, we will probably have a, uh, maybe not so sober, uh, trip around (laughs) what we found was great at this trade show, because I'm sure we're going to hook up with a lot of people, talk to a lot of people, take lots of pictures. Our social media is going to be blowing up. So look for us next week, a little bit different as we, than, than we normally do. Uh, I want to just put in a plug. Seriously, uh, we're going to be spamming our social media all next week, Thursday through Saturday. Like, share, comment as much as you can, because it is that interaction, interaction, which gets us noticed and will hopefully get us more access to things that we can bring to you, the listener. So um, listeners, please, I'm talking to you, like, share, subscribe, do whatever you can. Uh, companies out there, Ford Motor Company specifically, we want to test a Maverick. Come on. You know you like us. Or a Maki. We, we are your target demographic for the Maverick. Come on. Absolutely. Bro. Or invite us to the next shrimp-laden press junket. We can travel now. We have N95s. Uh, yeah, we guarantee that we will be able to whip whatever you give us around a racetrack faster than 90% of the other people on YouTube. So, yeah, absolutely help us out. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to it, thank you for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We hope you'll join us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe and then give us five stars on the old uh, iTunes or talk to us right down there in the doodly-doo if you're watching. Not or. And, 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 and absolutely talk to us on the doodly do. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, if you have any questions or show ideas, drop a comment on our Facebook page, everyone racers, or email us at everyone.racers at gmail.com. You can still text us 484-243-0455, especially if you're going to be at PRI, text us, tell us where you are. We'll meet up. Find us on Instagram or Twitter at everyone.racers. Mental has officially given me permission to start a show TikTok. Ooh, very exciting. Anyway, YouTube, Facebook, Everyone Racers. We even have a Reddit at slash E1R. Thanks again. And until next week, keep the shiny side up. You'll be thankful that you kept those wheels down. Nice. <laughs>